save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My combat radio signal floats out there, 100,000 watts of power. You may have heard the phrase, men could not live with one another if they were not mutual confidence that they were being truthful to one another. That's a, that's a very expansive phrase, and it's applicable to all spheres of influence or relationships. In my particular case, uh, I apply this to government. Now, here's the thing. that What we have going on right now is called the anti-truth method. And psychologists suggest severe harm can result from an anti-truth method, which is informally known as gaslighting. Gaslighting or continuously and deliberately communicating false information to another causes the other's suffering. The East German Stasi which uh, I, I existed in Europe when they were actually operational. They, they developed something called Zertzung and might also be described as community-organized gaslighting or community-organized stalking, in which a targeted person is deceived continually with a bunch of pre-planned schemes. And this is put together by law enforcement, secret or plainclothes police, other entities, and they get together and put it together. This is labeled as no-touch torture. This is one, and it causes a the psychological method of continuous deceptions, which causes the suffering rather than physical pain. Because up in here is where everything takes the most most damage. So that's Zeritsung. Some have suggested that then Senator Biden and President Clinton's establishment establishment of the Office of Community Organized Policing Services within the U.S. Department of Justice legalized Zeritzung as a policing method throughout America. The whole point of this is all of the lies cause harm. And thus men cannot live with one another in these situations. That's where we find ourselves now. Now, looking at U.S. federal law, federal law prohibits propagating hoaxes and false information, but then exempts the FBI, intelligence community, and local police from that law. Um... A separate U.S. government document on other laws clearly explains such wording in the law as a law enforcement exemption, and the Department of Justice uses nearly identical language in what it labels as exceptions for law enforcement activities in a separate federal law. So you could conclude that the law implies that false information and hoaxes are allowed in law enforcement and with the FBI. So, knowing this, Right? Knowing this. And and this is where I get confused. Okay? This is the confusing part for me. So, the left has vilified law enforcement for a very long time. They don't want them to have guns. They don't want to have police powers. They, they don't even want them to have, be, be funded. And on the one hand, you have them undermining them. And on the other hand, you have them enabling them to do things on the federal level. Which I, I know everybody's going to go, that's because they want a federal police force bill. 
I would love to see how you enforce that from afar. Now, how are we supposed to trust law enforcement, though, if we know that they're exempt from hoaxes? Do you know what a potential criminal is, for example? They, they talk all the time about potential criminals. Do you know what a potential criminal is? I'm a potential criminal. You're a potential criminal. I'm, and, and I have that not because I'm sitting around going, well, you know, I've decided to make my 401k fatter by going off and starting a series of cereal uh, liquor store holdups. That's, that's not what makes me a potential criminal. What makes me a potential criminal is that I walk around. Like you. And see, they, 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 I'm also a potential threat. And we can't have those on the streets. And when you hear that, when you get out there and say potential criminal, potential threat on the streets, your first thought is, oh, my God. What am I going to do? It's so dangerous out there. Now, we have seen what happens, and we've seen what, and it was co-opted. You know, it's it's one thing out there to understand anti-police protests and riots. Happens all the time. You got one going on right now in real time as Paris burns. Right? Paris is burning right now. But it's quite another thing to get out there and turn that into a political a political bludgeon, if you want to, to try to get rid of police. Now, if you want to get rid of police, explain to me how you're going to maintain order. Now, the people are the ones, the harbingers of law and order. But if there's nobody to call to actually enforce something, that's going to cause one of two things. Uh, you're either going to have law meted out or justice meted out to you on scene by somebody that you try to victimize, which might mean that they kill you. Right? Now, the governing principle of truthfulness is implied in America's support for body cameras, for example, with police. And uh, that is actually a, a enforcement tool to try to get truthfulness there. Now, this doesn't mean, with this exemption that they have somewhere, that they wouldn't maybe take that uh, body cam footage and try to edit it. I don't know if that's happened yet, but it's it sort of... This whole premise behind this idea that they are exempt from things would indicate to me that they could do this if they wanted to. Now, I don't, you know, getting out there and supporting a body camera, that actually is as much a protection for law enforcement as it is a check on law enforcement. Because some lawyer is going to get out there and they're going to say, he used unreasonable force to subdue my client. And the body camera will tell it all. Uniformed officers support body cameras due to the possibility of citizens or non-officers lying about their actions. But with the police cameras, okay, what's next? So then you have the secret police employees and the undercover police and the undercover investigators and the powerful employees in the local and federal police offices. Could they be just as, if not more dangerous, than a uniformed police officer? If somebody does something bad in public and they're wearing a uniform, we can say, that's a cop, right? We, we know that. The secret police and the plainclothes ones, they can't be identified as a government employee. Then they also have, the secret police, of course, also have secret weapons, right? 
Imagine if they had a way to cause a heart attack or a brain aneurysm or simply put you in a state of confusion while you're driving a car or lack of coordination when you're doing a dangerous task. So if we can't trust uniformed police officers, to be honest, it follows that we cannot trust these secret police officers, the CIAs, the FBIs, the undercovers, the intelligence community, or any of the other government employees, to be honest with you, because they stay in day in and day out. Should they be required to wear cameras? Now, if I had my way, and the only reason I don't do it is because I don't know, I don't have a battery big enough to run it. I would love to know how this works. I'd be wearing a body camera. Because I carry a gun. And if I ever have to draw a gun on somebody in this state, it used to be that if you drew a gun, I don't know if this is the case now or not, but if I draw a gun and I you know, point it in your direction, that's a felony. So if I had a body camera on, if I had a GoPro mounted on my chest or something all the time and recording and all this other stuff, uh, I would be out there uh, constantly resetting it simply because uh, in case I ever need it, because if I ever have to stick that out there, that's going to cause a problem. But here's my, my biggest issue today is I just don't trust government anymore. I do not trust government anymore. Because they exist under this veil of exemption. And they do it on a, on a regular basis. I mean, <laughs> and they, the, the flip-flopping, that's the other thing. They, they, it's, like they, it's like they think we don't see them. I don't know. Um, we're going to go to my second favorite non-Trumper, no-Trumper, that, that being Paul Ryan, just because he has so many sides of his face, I can't figure out which one the mouth is working off of on any given day. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. One of the things that made me angry was the Paul Ryan speakership. I never really saw anything that he did. I don't understand why he ever ascended to that. I don't even know what he did. He he did something one time with taxes, and everybody's like, Paul Ryan, he's the next he's the next big thing. No, he was uh, Paul Ryan was an anchor, and he held back Donald Trump from a few things. But in uh, he he had some really good things to say about Trump in 2018, but then. Here he is now. This is coming from Breitbart. Uh, and I guess this was recently. Recently, this was the interview. According to, to Paul Ryan, if it, it is a disaster if we nominate Trump. You know, I think that. I've been saying that for a long time. But Liz Cheney is right, which is that he could win. I think we lose with him. I think we're much more likely to lose. We haven't won with him since he first won in 16. We lost the House in 18, the presidency in 20, the Senate in 20, and we could have won the Senate in 2022, but for him. He continued, I'm for anybody not named Trump right now. And he added, I'm a never-again Trumper, so obviously the 33% base doesn't like a person like me. It's very clear. I don't think he's fit, and I don't think he could win. Liz is right. He could, and that is dangerous. 
This was on, uh, he was interviewed by Joe Kernan on the Squawk Box. Now, five years ago, when he was leaving Congress, when he announced he was leaving Congress, uh, he was asked if he was leaving because of President Trump. He said, no, not at all. Back then he said, I'm grateful that he has given us this chance with his election to do fundamental tax reform that is a long time coming and finally got done. Look at the regulatory relief. Look at what the oil and gas industry is doing that now that we have lifted the ban on exporting crude oil. Look at all the LNG platforms that are being built. Look at all the fracking that's occurring. Anwar now is back online. We've been trying to get Anwar, the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, for 37 years. America is now going to be the dominant energy producer in the world. We are putting OPEC to the side because Donald Trump got elected president with a Republican Congress, and look what's happening. And that's just one sector. The Permian Basin has been done in Midland, Texas a little while ago. They have discovered recoverable oil fields that are as big as the Saudi oil field in just that part of Texas. Why? Now we have this great opening. So I'm just saying one sector of the economy has been unlocked. There are many other sectors. Our Dodd-Frank reform and replace bill moving its way through Congress. All of that without mentioning the low unemployment, the uh, low inflation, the respect out of the foreign policy side, and the Abraham Accords. So, okay. Now, first things first. In in his latest comments, he's out there saying, we, we, we. What has he done? Who's he out there campaigning for? Yes. They lost the House in 2018, which is normal. There's always a switch for some reason. It's very hard to hold on to it. If they'd actually moved the chains and really done some stuff coming out of the House, if they'd actually done some legislation, they probably would have stayed in charge. The Senate, on the other hand, the Senate is, uh, the Senate is so full of doofuses now. They're just, everybody in the, not everybody, but uh, there's a few senators in there that you clearly gotta go. You know? And we gotta get past this mentality that these hearings are actually important. Nobody cares about these hearings. We can watch them as, let's watch Josh Hawley go after this woman because she's out there saying, uh, my, my, my personal, uh, Twitter is my personal purview. So he can ask her about the same things over and over again, knowing that she's not going to answer. Let's watch that go. That Josh Holly, I just love him. And he is. He's, he's, he's a strong guy. He's a strong uh, cross-examiner. Cruz is as well. So is Kennedy. All these guys are really, really good. Uh, but what are we doing legislatively? Why, do we, why are hearings televised? Hearings are tell. I'm going to tell you, and this is the cynic in me. Um, hearings are televised because they want you to think they're doing something. And there's nothing better than them doing a TV, a televised hearing, and you get to see who they are. You, everybody knows who Trey Gowdy is. Does anybody know how much legislation Trey Gowdy wrote and got passed? It was a Trey Gowdy product. And I like Trey. Trey, I've known him. I've met him. He and I are not buddy buddies, right? But um, when he was in office, if I called and asked him to come on the show, he would do it. Whether it was here or on the syndicated show. So, but what did he ever do? He was in. He was in on a lot of hearings. He he was you know he and uh, 
there, there's always this little crew of, uh, of the house players that are out there right now. It's Jordan, MTG, and, uh, Gates, and a few other people that are out there that, that just get out there and they get, give the best talking head TV stuff that you can possibly get. But you're sitting there thinking, okay, what, what are they actually doing? Or at least I am. Do, do you guys ever watch that stuff? I don't watch it on TV. They shouldn't be televising that. We don't need to know that. Because it's, it's, it's not doing nothing. I saw one guy interviewing somebody going, hey, so you want to get rid of plastics. What are you going to do about those glasses on your face? And that was very entertaining and everything, and he made her look like a complete dolt. But we still got this going on. While they're out there having all of these Senate hearings and House hearings and all these other things, we, we're getting... Uh, getting treated to all of these fine uh, televised hearings, we still they're still going after pizza, pizza furnaces and gas stoves and lawnmowers and cars and uh, your cows and, I mean, everything. They're going after everything. I don't know what they want America look, to look like. What do they want America to look like? That, because anything that they do, all of this green apparatus that they're trying to put in place that's all powered by coal fired generators baby this isn't something where they're getting out there and it's just we're we're, we're up there we're catching solar rays up above the uh up above the uh, atmosphere and transmitting them down here to make power we're not doing that nothing nearly that high end we're just doing coal fired generators and then we get the electricity from that and then we feel good so Ryan, back to Mr. Ryan. So he has Trump derangement syndrome, irrational hatred of a political leader. That's what he has. And um, he, you know, Trump, as far as being president, Trump is vetted because he's done it. He's vetted because he's done it. Now, Trump's problem is he doesn't come from the bottomless state. And Trump understands that. He, he understands that one of the reasons they're going after him is because he doesn't come from the bottomless state. And he doesn't like the bottomless state. So he's going to go after them. And they know that there's a chance they're going to be exposed. Now, if you look at something called the Federalist 57, you'll see something that looks like it's MAGA. And uh, for uh, in his inaugural address in 2017, he said, For too long, a small group of our nation's capitals reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Washington flourished, but the people did not share in this wealth. Yeah. He knows. He knows. We're being, a lot of people, as far as the hoax is going on from the uh, fake stream media right now, the biggest hoax now is the heat is going to kill us. The heat is going to kill us. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
any of you out there ever had a heat injury, heat exhaustion, uh, you know, something like that? We're supposed to be scared right now. Heat, heat injuries are bad, but I, I've had many. I've had many heat injuries. That's one of the fun parts about being a member of the military forces and being stationed in Fort Polk, Louisiana. Heat injuries. Recently, 13 people, mostly older, have died from heat in the current hot weather. And we're told that heat deaths are becoming more common. Uh, they are common in certain cases, but they, there's a very narrow, very narrow, uh, trench in which this fits. But you wouldn't know this from the Associated Press. They have heat, la- heat waves like the one that engulfed parts of the south and midwest and killed more than a dozen people are becoming more common. And experts say the extreme weather events, which claim more lives in hurricanes and tornadoes, will likely increase in the future. A heat dome that pressured the Texas power grid and killed 13 people there and another in Louisiana pushed eastward Thursday and was expected to be centered over the Mid-South by the weekend. Heat index levels up to 112 degrees were forecast in parts of Florida over the next few days. Eleven of the heat-related deaths in Texas occurred in Webb County, which includes Laredo. The dead range in age from 60 to 80 years old. Many had other health conditions, according to the county medical examiner. The other two fatalities were Florida residents who died while hiking in extreme heat at the Big Bend National Park. In uh, the 80s, when I was in the military, if the heat got above a certain index, we would uh, we would start taking steps. And at some point, we would actually just quit for the day. We would quit training and go indoors. And uh, you got to have uh, you got to have a degree of knowing what to do. You, you, you actually have to know what to do. Now, if we had a media that was actually uh, more interested in just telling you what's going on than trying to indoctrinate you into a certain agenda, that'd be great. But they, they're, they're, they're trying to get you to capitulate. Now, according to the CDC, the most recent data show an average of 702 people die from heat-related illnesses each year. Now, before COVID... Between 2.5 and 2.75 million people died per year. Now, the current figures are adjusted to nearly 3 million now. But, uh, you know, people die from all kinds of causes. So this breaks down on the heat side to less than three hundredths of 1% of deaths each year caused by heat. And uh, what, you know... How much, uh, how much, how, what would have happened to these 702 people if it wasn't the heat that killed them? Would something else have killed them? Then we get, here's a headline from 2023. America's top weather killers, not tornadoes, flooding, lightning, or hurricanes is heat. Excessive heat claimed an average of 158 lives per year in the U.S. from 1992 to 2021. And that's higher than the average annual death tolls for flooding, 88, tornadoes, 71, hurricanes or tropical storms, 45, and lightning, 37 in that 30-year period. <laughs> You're supposed to think that every time the temperature goes up a certain part that we're all going to die. So the number of heat each year, according to the NOAA statistics from 30 years, is 158. The total number from all those climate-related causes is a massive 399 in 30 years. Now, here's a poll to take. How about we do this? 
All of you that like your parquet margarine because it's just like butter, how would you like to actually have to make your own butter with a butter churn? How would you like to have to, uh, uh, I, and I don't know what you would do because they don't want you to have a horse-drawn carriage because horses emit flatulence. So what would we do? What would be our means? Oh, we would all have electric cars. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they all want us to have electric cars and go home to our houses that don't have air conditioning. See, they want us, all of this switching to electric. Once that happens, right, they'll get to a point like they did in California here recently where they got out and said, okay, all of you guys that have electric cars can't charge them. Can't charge them. Now, one of the other things they're trying to do is they're trying to cool, they want to cool, the government wants to cool the earth. They, listen, uh, cooling the earth, cold-related deaths outnumber heat-related deaths four to one. If they get out there and try, <laughs> okay, so here, here's, a, here's a study. Here, here, just to give you uh, some sort of context I want to talk about, about as far as cooling the, the world. The University of Washington examined 64.9 million deaths from nine different countries and determined that at least 1.69 million of those deaths could be attributed to extreme temperatures in 2019 alone. About 356,000 linked to extreme heat and 1.3 related to extreme cold. Um, why would you want a colder earth there, Joe? You probably have the rheumatism. You probably hurt. I mean, you look like you're hurt now anyway. And what about the poor people? I keep hearing about how many how many millions of people we have poor and all this other stuff. What's that going to do to the poor people to make the earth cooler? You've been some of this stuff is absolute is straight out of science fiction. They're out there. And what about the systems to actually deliver this stuff to us? Would we actually ever see those systems happen, or would it be like the high speed rail out in California that you know some of it got built, but none of it got built and is not going anywhere? Right now, we sort of have, we, we're, we're experiencing a lot of smoke coming from Canada, right? And that, they're not going to do anything with those fires because they're nowhere near, they're only going to fight the fires if they're near a population center. So if they're just out there in, in the wild, they're just going to let it burn these trees and all of this vegetation. And that, Handle CO2. That That is a good handle for CO2. But the smoke that's going to originate from it is going to drive temperatures down. Volcanoes, like somebody on texture, that drives temperatures down. Go look up Mount Tambora, the year without the summer. Go check that out. But in this era now where we exist, do I hear? Are, no, I don't hear that. In that era, in this era, um, you got poor people, you got infirm people. I mean... Who remembers that little cold snap they had in Texas where they just ground to a halt for days? How many people died of that? And, and this is the sad reality of all things about me, you, and everybody else you know and you, you don't know. Um, we all meet our end. We all meet our end. None of us get to choose it, right? I mean, unless you fall for the... Uh, the lies of the state and get out there and say, I'll just take on some, uh, you know, you guys can euthanize me. I just want to get out of the way. I've, you know, I've got this back pain. I'm tired of living. Uh, euthanize me. Go ahead. You know, unless you do something like that, 
You don't really get to, we we don't get to choose our end. And uh, for that for that reason, uh, sitting here and and talking about all these things like, well, we got people dying out there. Yeah, you do. You're always going to have people dying. It's always going to happen. But we live in a we live in an era of experts, and it's interesting to watch them try to explain the weather, which is, uh, you know, it's just Gaia, just Gaia. This is News Talk ninety eight nine W O R D. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm having to click more things than I normally do. Now I'm done clicking. <laughs> GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I will be back here with you tomorrow. I am streaming live on Facebook on 989WORD. If you want to check that out, you should. Um, right now the media is out there and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And you can figure out what's going on just by looking at the smoke coming out. And soon there will be an article about the smoke coming from Canada. Because what we have here is not the same as what they have in New York City, right? We've had some of the smoke down here. And it's thinner. I wonder why. Does wind dissipate smoke? I don't know. Um, for the experts that are out there, the, the, the climate has always been cyclical. It's always going to be cyclical, no matter how much you try to control it. You can't. It's a little bit like trying to ride a tiger. You may get on its back, but I don't know. I don't know. So, um, here's some excerpts from an article. In a typical May, the San Diego International Airport will log 11 cloudy days to find its days with at least 75% cloud cover. This year, there were 20 Story was similar at the LA International Airport weather monitoring site. 18 cloudy days last month compared to the usual 10. You know, you could do a little research on this. I mean, this is you know, investigative reporting, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. So all they do is copy and paste, but they just push the radical green agenda because that's what they want to do. They just want to destroy companies that give you energy and, 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 uh, you, utilities and uh, and appliances at a low cost which have greatly improved our quality of life that's got to go and it appears despite their best, best efforts that we cannot uh, control clouds <laughs> which here's the thing about that uh, we can't control clouds and we also can't control temperatures can't control temperatures. Isn't it arrogant to believe that you can control clouds and low-pressure systems with cars and trucks powered by a highly flammable pollutant, which is lithium? And we get this. The trouble comes from a series of low-pressure systems that have been stalling over California, bringing cloudier and cooler conditions with them. Now and then, one of the systems will let up, allowing clearer skies and warmer temperatures, but then another quickly sets in. Somehow, after 140 years of exponential growth uh, in population, in CO2, cars, trucks, planes, crude oil consumption, coal consumption, natural gas consumption, methane increases, and everything else the green pushers say cause a rapid warming increase, 
It's getting cooler in the West. Somehow. Somehow. And to the people pushing the global warming theory, rising temperatures have been hindered by natural systems. And we get the dreary weather pattern is particularly noticeable in Southern California. <clears throat> but these low-pressure systems have been keeping temperatures down in much of the West. <clears throat> in Sacramento, the high-end Memorial Day was 75 degrees, well below the average of 84. We've been pushing this pattern for a while, and I'm not complaining. It's normally by this time in the 90s, if not in the triple digits, so I'm perfectly happy with these low 80s. Now, the experts, while they're looking, first of all, their forecast fell right into the floor. Fell right into the basement. It's just, you know, no good at all. Just like it's on fire. But they say they're absolutely sure this has nothing to do with the wet winter they had. And they write, the cooler than normal start to summer isn't related to our very wet winter. They're sure they can tell why temperatures have fluctuated and risen a scant 1 to 2 degrees in 160 years since the little ice age ended, which is a bunch of junk. They also say, <laughs> uh, they make no long-term forecasts and say the pattern will continue through June and then magically stop. But we're in July, we'll see. The agency does expect below average temperatures to continue in California for the rest of June. And if they make a long-term forecast where it stays cooler, then it would suddenly be warmer in July, which means they don't actually know what they're doing, which is probably the majority of the weather guys. I don't know how you forecast weather. I know you can look at the fronts and look at the radar and say, hmm, this, is going, this should get here. But who knows what's going to blast into it? The weather is very volatile as far as it disrupting itself. Now they want the sun to poke its face through the clouds. Now, here's some things that didn't cause the excess clouds in the cooler weather. Government policies that got rid of gas-powered cars and lawnmowers and gas leaf blowers and grills and stoves and gas heaters. That didn't cause it to happen. These things don't, there's no scientific data that actually indicates that these things cause global warming. Global warming is not even really a thing. It's the same thing as transgender. It's made up. i got to go check my blood pressure now. Uh, I'll be back with you in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.